Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Face to Face. My name is Rob Howden, David ah, Cole. You I don't have, have your cheaters. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I'm down here at Newcastle, Indiana, uh, for right between the two Supercarts USA events at Newcastle Motorsports Park. David uh, headed home to get some work done. He'll be coming back down on Thursday, so we'll get back at it again with uh, more. Which is tomorrow. It's <laughs> tomorrow. I know. It's, isn't it crazy? I know. It just went like that. You right? literally went home for two days. And you're coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so a lot's going on, of course. Uh, we'll do our debriefs again like we did last week on uh, probably Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday. Maybe not Thursday. We'll see. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, we'll do our debriefs of what happened at the racetrack. And they'll set up somebody on Tuesday, talk to a couple of the race winners about how things went. If you didn't get a chance to see the broad, the, uh, the show that I did with Rory Vanderster and Bryson Morris, that's available either here on Facebook or you can pick it up on YouTube as well. We'll have it as a podcast pretty soon. Uh, but, David, we're kind of switching here. We, you know, we're focused a lot on Supercarts USA during the summer festival here at Newcastle. But there's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, we've been trying to get this put together. Uh, this particular face-to-face -face focused on on the race Rotex program, Rotex in the in in the U.S. Uh, we've always had a lot of, lot of conversations with uh, Justin Stefani uh, from J3. They made a move on their Grand Nationals. Talking about that, Dave, it's going to be in Charlotte. It was supposed to be in the middle of the summer, but they've moved it into September. Yeah, it's supposed to be the 4th of July weekend, but uh, it was moved away from that day because there were still some issues with international traveling. Because, again, it's it's not just a U.S. Grand Nationals, but also an opportunity for international drivers to come yeah. and, and be part of the event, not to mention staff from Austria, uh, from Rotax and, and stuff like that to come over. Um, so that that event's now moved over to September 17th through the 19th, which will be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday show. Uh, they kind of shifted the uh, the dates on that to, to allow uh, for a lot of the local competitors in the Charlotte area to do their club race on Sunday with the GoPro Motorplex. So so again, we're seeing a lot of cooperation throughout our sport uh, since the COVID-19 pandemic really has Great. hit. Yeah. To with you know guys working together as much as they possibly can to to work around scheduling and, and not be on top of each other as much as possible, um, but obviously you know with with the move from July to September it was it, it's all they could do and and thankfully they were able to shift for one day and again uh, the, the focus is get it done in three days because it's a Friday it's Thursday practice and I believe qualifying maybe even starts Thursday night but then. And then uh, a lot of racing on, on Friday and then the main events on Saturday. So it's it's not going to be one of those long, drawn-out events. Uh, so you're going to have to be good right out of the gate and uh, and be able to uh, to battle to be a Grand National Champion. Well, and, and scheduling changes are, are, are obviously something we're all kind of getting used to. We don't normally see them, uh, but with the COVID-19 pandemic, the whole shutdown, everybody trying to jam races in. Uh, not only Rotex here uh, nationally in the U.S. getting changed in terms of dates. But David, the overall date for the Rotex Grand Finals this year actually moved. It's actually moving to January, January 23rd to the 30th. That week-long event back to uh, the Algarve International Circuit in Puerto Mayo. You and I were there a number of years ago, but they actually moved the 2020 Grand Nationals to early 2021. And of course, I would expect to be back uh, in the following November if all goes well. But uh, yeah, move for the the Grand Finals too. Yeah, it's. It's a again an unprecedented time with the COVID nineteen hitting the uh, the entire world, and with the way you know kind of things were shaping, uh, they made the early move to move it to the beginning of twenty twenty one. And again, it's not the first time it's happened. I believe it was the two thousand and one edition was actually in two thousand and two. So and again in January. So Rotax is is trying to find. The, the the most easy simplest way to uh, to still provide one of what what is the the Olympics of karting to allow all the fifty some countries that can take part in it still take part in it and uh, and the move to uh, the beginning of twenty twenty one is is op obviously right now still the best option uh, for that to happen. So refocusing on Rotax and it's kind of uh, rebirth here in the U.S. Obviously, it was a massive program for many, many years. Uh, they, of course, had the Florida Winter Tour. was nothing but Rotax for, for many years. There was the U.S. Open events. Uh, then it kind of dwindled away a little bit. There were some issues we've discussed in other, in other uh, shows about the actual engine package itself and all the upgrades. Things really have locked in and, and, and been uh, solidified, the whole platform, I think. And, uh, of course, then hooking up with J3 Competition. Uh, the guys to, to bring in the race road tracks program back here. So you got some really 
solid organization, great promotional skills, and just guys that have been on the sport for a long time, a lot of experience with the Giacomellis and Justin Stefani as well. But, David, that's so – they've kind of focused on club-level racing. You know, let's support club, club-level racing. Let's support where Rotex is still part of the, the TAG program, the TAG formula. But they wanted to put a program together, and there is a number of Rotex racers up in the Northeast. So that's really where they're focusing on the new – well, not new, but the, this year's uh, Stars and Stripes Trophy Program, that series. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Give them a little overview, Dave, of the Stars and Stripes. Yeah, it's really the first time we've had an actual series named yeah. after that. They had the event, uh, I want to say, last year in Utah was the Stars and, Tri- Stars and Stripes Trophy event. This year now, it's a three-race event program uh, that's, again, focused at that grassroots level. And uh, the Rotax program has really continued on through the northeastern part of the United States. Again, before COVID, obviously, a lot of uh, United States and Canadian drivers would take part uh, being in that northeast area and the eastern part of of Canada as well. But uh, this year, the Stars and Stripes Trophy is going to be a three event program. Obviously, it's kind of shifted because of the COVID. So now we have three events in one in August. We're going to be at it's going to be at Lafayette uh, Motorsports Park. Uh, August 21 through the 22nd. And then second event will be at the United Karting event or facility in Baltimore, Maryland. That's October 2nd through the 3rd. And then the series wraps up at the Oakland Valley Race Park uh, on October 10th through the 11th. So again, uh, three race program, again, practice one day, race the next day. Uh, but really what the what kind of is the carrot for everybody who uh, to, to, to take part in this program, aside from visiting the three unique and, and, and exciting facilities is the Rotax Grand Max or Rotax Grand Finals tickets that are uh, up for grabs be, with the uh, the Micro Max category, Senior Max category, and Masters Max categories. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. What's a key factor to reaching the top step of the podium? driver development and if that's the case Ansem Motorsports can raise your game and guide you to the checkered flag based in the Miami Florida area Ansem Motorsports is a top level road racing team with experienced ownership and success in IMSA the Pirelli World Challenge and other forms of car racing and for 2020 their new Ansem Motorsports kart racing team is ready to hit the road three-time Scusa Super National Champion Danny Formal leads the operation and is ready to bring your skill set to the next level. Ansem Motorsports is a Charles Leclerc chassis dealer, and they have arrive and drive packages tailored around your needs. Development begins in karting, and the team has the internal ladder system to take you from carts to cars, right through to IMSA prototype racing. Join Formal, owner Patrick Automatson, and the other Ansem Motorsports drivers for the month of August at the Rock Cup USA Rock Fest East in Charlotte, and the double weekend event for the Supercarts USA Pro Tour in Indiana. Contact them today at AnsaMotorsports.com. Ready for more? Join Ansa Motorsports. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit ShopAKR.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Did we lose Rob? There he is. Sorry, I, I was reading I was reading the paper, so I didn't even have the screen up. Let's get dumped again. You're there. I see you. It must be your internet. So this is this is the problem that you have sometimes with Airbnb. So that's it. Probably on the uh, the house <laughs> the house internet, and you got dumped. So yeah, I was I, I went through the whole thing. I was reading the uh, the word document that I had on my screen, and I went full screen, so I didn't see that you fell out of the, uh, the broadcast. <laughs> well, I didn't read your comments. So I was that, like, right? oh good, he's letting me talk. Yeah. This is all right. 
but it's still not uh, okay, working so great. You're back. I'm, glad, I'm glad you got some good internet. So we got uh, we got all the details. I can't out hear there. you. No, well then you need to work on your. Bring on the your... other guys in right now. I can't hear you. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna bring everybody else in while Rob What's works that? on that. So I'm gonna see. Rob's making everything more difficult than it has to be. So what? So we have everybody in now. We have uh, Devin from United Carding up in the uh, the top right. We have Tim Hannon from Oakland Valley on the bottom left, and then we have Tony from Lafayette Motorsports Park on the bottom right. Rob, are you still there, or can you not hear us? Okay, Rob's still working on it. Devin, you can hear us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tim, are you there? I am here. Gentlemen, good. how's your afternoon? Good, good, good. Tony, you there? Yeah, I sure am. All right. All right, good. So we got we got everybody else working aside from Rob. So that that's kind of interesting. Um, so we'll start with uh we'll start with Lafayette Motorsports Park. Uh, Tony, you have the uh the privilege of opening up the series. So you're gonna have the inaugural event uh coming to your racetrack next weekend. Uh, obviously it kind of crept up on us a little quick. We wanted to get this show out earlier. We were just all busy and doing a lot of different things, but um, you have the, uh, the opportunity to host the event. Tell us a little bit about uh, the, uh, the facility that you own there. So um, the Lafayette Motorsports Park used to be Cherry Valley uh, back in the day, as sure many people remember. We, uh, we bought it about four years ago and it was in pretty bad shape. I mean, the track was hot holes. You're going to lose a whole card and it was pretty bad. So we, we bit the bullet, we widened the track, totally repaved it, put all brand new curves in, and we've been doing improvements year over year, and the facility really is becoming beautiful right now. We, um, our club events have been getting very, very busy, growing leaps and bounds year over year. Uh, we now represent Rotex, obviously, as a service center. We um, represent J3 and the comp carts. We've been putting a lot of comp carts together and selling those, so it's been coming out well. Um, the facilities. Beautiful. I mean, it, um, it's everything that I kind of looked to the future to produce. I think people are going to be really impressed. It's billiard table smooth. The curves are just the right height. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to drive. Now, during during the repaving, it was 2018, I believe, that you guys repaved the track, correct? Oh, somebody's got a loud phone there. <laughs> um, did, did you make any changes to the actual layout of the facility? I believe it's a half-mile course, correct? Yeah, we not particularly to the um, to the actual shape of the track. What we did do, we fixed some of the errors when when the additions were put onto the track on the original design track. There was a lot of undulations, particularly coming through what we call a rouge. We named both of the most of the turns after Formula One tracks and okay. the turns that were similar. So our rouge is coming off of the front straightaway onto the main straight, and it's just like um, you know, just like a rouge at F one. You go heavy as you go through it, but it used to be that you went light heavy lights and your teeth about came out of the top of your, <laughs> your helmet so um you know we actually put nine inches of paving on that turn and we, we milled off the crown so we we fixed a lot of the things that inherently happen to tracks when you make changes over the years and uh, really is a superb layout now it's, it's not long but it is very very technical it's um you've got to be on it 110 percent of the time there is no time to relax you just got to be uh 100% focus is a lot of passing opportunities and it's and, and that and that and that's indicative of the tracks that were built in the early years of karting because I believe it was 1959 that the actual facility was first uh, constructed correct right yeah and that was a lot smaller track it's been added on to a lot since then but um, the original it's configuration is still there we actually paid <laughs> the original configuration as well so um, we did a vintage race uh, just a little little while ago and it was kind of fun because we could actually run the sidewinders on the old original configuration that they thought was super neat to be on a 1959 design track but as smooth as as it was built yesterday so and then we can go the long track for the rear engine so it's yeah it gives us a lot of flexibility to have a lot of fun all right looks like we got rob back so we'll try and bring him in there he is uh, keep going way. boys keep going I'll just listen. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about the track now um kind of talk about uh the upcoming event again next weekend going to be the opener for the stars and stripes trophy uh what are people going to expect us to what are they going to get when they uh when they pull in uh to the paddock there friday morning well we're actually going to open on thursday if people want to get in there and do a pre-practice and, and set up so we'll be there thursday then friday is the main start of the the Rotax round one. And originally we were going to be the third round, but with the whole moving a couple of months ago, we, the three of us here got together with J3 and we came up with these new dates and to try and not cross over with any other 
event. So, um, but when people arrive, uh, we've got some pretty exciting things going on. It's, it's kind of a bonanza race weekend for us. So um, there's a practice, obviously, on Friday. But then on Friday evening, we're going to kind of lighten things up a little. We're, we're doing a party in the pits. So we um, we got a live band that we've had at the track a few times before. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. There's going like to be... Give us some free beer and soda for the kids and um, T-shirt for uh, a commemorative T-shirt for the first round of the Rotax that we're hosting. So we're trying to make it uh, a little fun and a little different from just normally turning up and, you know, finishing at the end of the day and heading back to your hotel. So it's a good event. What kind of, uh, what kind of uh, input have you had from people so far feedback-wise? Is there a lot of excitement, people coming in to do some test, pre-race testing or – yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of people out from the Midwest and um, further south that have contacted us about when they can come in. We had a couple of people from Vermont call the other day and want to come down uh, early next week to do some testing. So we've got some Mojo tires on hand as well. So if people want to actually run Mojos as well to practice with, we'll have those available. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of interest. I think it's going to be a great event. Any, any pre-entry numbers that we can hear, or are you keeping those close to the vest right now? No, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I sent Justin uh, an email yesterday trying to get those. So uh, okay. <laughs> we, won't throw, we won't throw them under the bus right now. Myself. We're uh, yeah, we're trying to put together T-shirt numbers and it become nice to know whether we need uh, how many kids we need and how many adults. So yeah, when I know, you'll know. <laughs> that sounds good. So David, I obviously missed this. Did you did you start with Tony? Should we go to Devin we, now? Or? We started with Tony. We got we got some information on the racetrack, uh, nice. and now he's talked about uh, the road tax race coming there. Um, but also there's, a, I think you're having a money race on Sunday as well. We are all three of us, you know, Tim, Devin and myself, we all kind of said, you know, it makes a lot of sense to run this race, the Rotax on a Friday, Saturday. Then we all had club races on the Sunday. So we're all trying to make it where people can travel once and have a real good weekend, get a lot of racing in. So our Sunday race, we're actually, it's going to be the show me the money race. So we've got some pretty big cash prizes for, um, top three finishers in all of our classes. I mean, not just Rotax classes, but, um, you know, there'll be a normal club-type format, so we'll have all of the different engine configurations and engine manufacturers. So that's going to be a um, that's gonna be a really good weekend. We have different food trucks there each day of the event, um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So just, uh, just trying to mix it up a little bit and make it fun for people to attend. I'm going to be at the Indianapolis 500, but this is sounding right up my alley. We're talking, we got beer, we've got racing, we've got food trucks. <laughs> I knew the money race would be tip you right over the other side of the fence. <laughs> this is it. I don't know. Well, right. well if, if if you don't recall, a couple, couple of years ago, we had an April Fool's uh, story pop up on the website, and it was Rob Howden was going to sell the website to start up his own food truck. So any <laughs> Anytime somebody says the word food truck, Rob turns around really quick and, and sees what's going on. So. <laughs> so now that you have three there, that 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 alone just might almost make them miss the five hundred. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm in still. All right, let's 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 move over to Devin right now because I think one of the cool things about uh, having this face to face, of course, the focus is to talk about the Stars and Stripes Trophy Series, but also give an opportunity, uh, Devin, for you, Tony, and Tim to talk about your racetracks as well. Of course, Tony giving us a uh, a laydown of what they've done with Lafayette, but let's talk about United Karting. You know, it's a it's an area. It's good to see karting get in there. It's good to see what you guys have been doing over the last couple of years. I'll give you an opportunity to kind of you know, give us the overview of United Karting. Excellent. Well, thank you for having uh, having me here. Uh, so, my partner Daniel Souders and I uh, founded United Karting a couple of years ago, and we did basically like a small track as a prototype. Uh, and the community just started showing up, growing, you know, the racing community reached out and it's just been this massive fireball just flying down. And we've been, uh, we've been on a kind of a crazy ride, if you will. So, you know, where you don't have large karting facilities, like in the Maryland, DC, Virginia area, we just kind of pushed ahead and, uh, you know, to get children into karting, we have a, uh, we offer Comcart University. We start the kids at five years old and we, we invested in a bunch of Bambino carts uh, with little 35 CC Hondas on yeah. them. Same ones they use in Italy and Brandon Davis, you know, he's a fellow racer. Uh, he teaches that class. He gets those kids in and we offer basically a P1 series. So those same kids, we provide the helmets, the gear, the carts, they show up at the track. They don't have to buy 
that loud two cycle kid cart that scares their, the crap out of their kid, you know, and those kids, you know, we did it for the first time last year. Majority of all those kids have moved up to two cadets and that's our base. So, you know, that feels really good to watch. One of my daughters turned five yesterday. She's going to be starting that now. That's I, exciting. So, uh, but you know, so growing carding in the Washington DC area, it's just such a very multicultural area and, everybody, everybody can break down barriers of communication through racing. So it's just been a very healthy, positive experience. And one of our, I guess you could say, uh, key partners, Jeff Troop, has been in karting since he's 12 years old. And he's just been great bringing the community together and helping kind of steer us in the right direction. Because, you know, being an entrepreneur, but also thinking we can do everything well, you know, we've, it's been a very interesting journey. Nonetheless, we've also partnered with uh, Mini GP out of New Jersey for that for the motorcycle side. Yeah. Um, but you know, we just, getting the community together, working with everyone. You know, working with uh, LMP in Oakland Valley. It's been a great experience. And you know, the one common denominator across all of us is growing karting. It really, you know, it's been a great experience for us, and uh, we're just excited to continue to work with uh, everybody across the community. The, the track itself, do you guys have a full rental fleet there that people can come in and, and get, get seat time? We do. So we have, um, we just increased our rental fleet by two times. Um, wow. So we went from 16, we just added 13 more carts last week. And uh, something we haven't really publicized is we're doing the equivalent of Club 100 as well. So we have 12 older rental carts, which we're putting Rotax minis on. And that will be the next level of rental carting. Um, like you know, COVID has, has kind of set us back, but, you know, it, in the D.C., Washington, Virginia area, people are, they have a lot of time constraints. So to offer storage, to offer, you know, arrive and drive carting at different levels is just, you know, it's been what the community has been asking for. And we had our first club race last weekend. We ran out of parking, right? Wow. And we almost ran out of transponders. And, um Great event, great feedback from the community. And, uh, you know, everybody's learning as we push ahead. And as I said, you know, LMP and Oakland Valley, they've been great from a mentoring standpoint. And uh, we continue to push ahead. It's It sounds like you guys have had to, you know, there's obviously different places in the, in the country where you, you know, you present the sport, whether it's a, a purpose-built track, a temp track like, like yours. But you guys have really kind of developed your your package and your offering to, to, to deal with not to deal with but to, to service and support the clientele that you have it, it sounds like a, a real custom approach yeah it's um it's been the, the, the excuse me the demand is definitely there we actually have j3 now factory supported our track on recurring weekends um just so we can keep up uh and it's just been great i mean people they go to the concart university we teach them in the rental carts, then we can get them into the competition carts. And it's just making it accessible has yeah. just, you know, had a huge impact because, you know, when we originally got into it in this area, it was just very, um, there were a lot of barriers to entry, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we've been learning a lot from people in the community, what works, what doesn't work and uh, trying some hybrid approaches. So, uh, yeah, it's been good. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. You want the best? You just got to roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but Carding's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstance has over 30 continuous years of experience. Rick Cart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstance.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstance.com. 
in Las Vegas this past November at the Rock the Real finale and the Scusa Super Nationals, Formula K reigned supreme. Daniel Formal drove his leading-edge motorsports Formula K Evo 3 to wins in the biggest races of the year, proving the outright speed of the Formula K brand. And you can make Formula K your cart in 2020 by contacting your local dealer today. Atlanta Motorsports Park is the importer and distributor of the Formula K line, as well as the race-winning Praga chassis, and you can connect with your dealer through the AMP website. The new 2020 Formula K Monster Evo 3 is ready to ride and win, complete with IP Karting's new STRB brake system. Follow in the footsteps of Formal and steer your own Formula K to victory lane. If a Praga is more your style, the Dragon Evo 2 is the perfect choice for single-speed competition. Bolt on your IAMI X30, Vortex Rock, or Rotax Max, and go out and win. Atlanta Motorsports Park has both Formula K and Praga chassis in stock to support new dealers, and they have previous year models in their inventory available for racers who are looking to get a winning chassis at a discount. Head to atlantamotorsportspark.com slash karting to learn more about Formula K, Praga, and AMP's karting program. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Um, do, you, do you think the location, because you're right next to the airport, so you're really in the metropolitan area of Baltimore, do you think that helps rather than being an hour out uh, or away from downtown? <laughs> it, it definitely does. So, you know, having accessibility, you know, having karting become like soccer or baseball where the parents can come to the track with their kids. And, you know, we're offering, you know, basically driving school and expanded classes through J3 um, is it's been huge. Um, you know, the community is hungry for it. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, the the community is hungry for it. We just, you know, we're having a hard time keeping up, but these are good problems to have. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I was going to say then the, the next problem, because you just said you sold out of pit spaces, is there room for growth at the facility that you're at? There is room for growth. Okay. Um, and, uh, we, you know, we added a bunch of new barriers to the track. We can, we're continuously improving the facility and our investment. And, um, you know, mini GP as a, as a side piece, you know, that was added this year, everything is online. Um, but just, you know, really incentivizing everybody to get into karting and, um, the feedback has been great. Uh, it's just been a really good experience. And like I said, you know, this working with, with Tony and Tim, you know, continuing that partnership as we push get together, because it really is a partnership, you know, having a track and working unilaterally is a lot harder than working together. Yeah, I agree. We've seen over the years in the sport, the 25 years I've been in this thing, that when, when, when tracks work together, that's when great things happen. When they, when they battle each other, I know that people, I don't know why it is they do that, but when they battle each other, everything goes down. When you work together, it all goes up. It's just, it's a, it works. It really is. It's a win-win for everybody. And it's, you know, like I said, it's been a really positive experience and, you know, it's great when you can celebrate winning together. Um, you know, winning has many different fathers, failure, not so much. So. Very true. Uh, so let's talk about your date of the Stars of the Stars and Stripes trophy. You are the first week of October, the second and third. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on getting everybody to the track from, uh, from I guess, everywhere in the Northeast? Sure. So, um, you know, we are in the metropolitan area. So we have a casino five minutes away. Uh, we have plenty of hotels, Chick-fil-A, Walmart. Everything is in an airport, so you can even fly in two minutes away. That's awesome. We are located at, you know, at the Baltimore-Washington International Airport. So from an accessibility standpoint, um, you know, we're getting a lot of people reaching out because it's just 95 north or south, and you're at our track. Um, and it's – so the coordination has been great, but also having J3 only five hours away up in Erie, PA, you know, yeah. bringing the Rotex engines – that people can rent out and make it, you know, continuing that that accessibility piece, which has been huge. The more barriers of entry we remove, the more people we will get in. And that's, 100%. And, you know, they've been very receptive to that. And that's, you know, that's why the Rotax program has worked really well for us because, you know, it's internationally supported and 
it just, you know, you can get up and go. I mean, there are plenty of other great carding packages. This is not a knock on anyone else, but um, we're excited. We're very excited. Uh, I like the fact you're at the airport, David. I'm thinking we need to do like a four-hour layover potentially in Baltimore. <laughs> Coming to- <laughs> it's an airport I've never been to, so yeah. Well, I have you guys schedule your layover. We'll drive down and meet you at the track. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is sounding really good. Yeah, well, the, uh, the cool part is – our track is right on the flight path. So we have so many people that take pictures of the track, even though they shouldn't be using their phones, and then send them to us, or what is this? How is this? I mean, we even had AIM out teaching a class last year, and he said he knew he was in the right place because he saw us all practicing down below us. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. All right. So let's move over to Tim Hannon. You guys have your date uh, the week later after Devin's at United Cardi. You guys are uh, October 10th, 11th for the finale of the Stars and Stripes Trophy Series. Let's uh, give you an opportunity to talk about the track a bit because you guys have done a, a ton of the track over the last, last year, really, last year. Well, and I half. think all three of us are in similar situations. Yeah. Whether, you know, it's a new face to the track. Um, and in Baltimore, it's a new track. But, but experience, and I think that uh, you know you're basically looking at these new faces, whether it's Tony's repaved track or or the work we've done here. But it's still an old school feel, and I think that is one of the common threads that probably all five of us have here. But but certainly the three of us who are working at the tracks, and the idea is we all take very very seriously the responsibility of populating our sport. Mm-hmm. which means we have to answer the phone and then yeah. we have to get to work with the young people in the sport, whether it's their introduction to karting as a driver or the parents' introduction to the different paths their budget may take or their investment may take. And and from there, it fills the Robinson teams and the Doty teams that are out at Supermats and at the other, at, at the Rotax Grand National events. And, you know, um, so at the heart of it, uh, the three of us are very, very similarly focused, and uh, and then we're all pretty old school tracks. I, man, if this masters group gets to above twenty, can you imagine these guys on these old school tracks beating and banging? And it's yeah. gonna, it's the fastest guy is not gonna win. I can almost <laughs> guarantee it. So it's gonna be old school racing, and and, and but I think the modern technologies of the modern features of of uh, having what would be considered an old school situation, like uh, Tony's having a festival, if you will, you know, but but setting that up to where all of the modern features are there to what used to be cool, old school, and um, you know, I'm thrilled to be part of the the whole event. Uh, um, the to come down to Baltimore, most of us are going to be running on a new track. And that's always great because the series itself, I I expect there to be a lot of nitty gritty club racers. Uh, We'll probably see some jeans and jackets would be my guess. Um, But but then if, if uh, a top running champion doesn't get the ticket at the grand nationals in, in Charlotte, they're going to come beating on our doors. And so I just can't wait to see the mix of the, uh, you know, maybe three different level of customer, but the same, same passion. And they're all going to meet at the same point. And I'm not sure they all know they're going to meet there. So it's going to be cool. <laughs> and all on the same spec package, right? Which is the beauty, the beauty of the, of the Rotex program as well. That's, you know, from day one here. And, and certainly when I was managing New Jersey Motorsports Park, the, the Rotex platform has been the business model. Uh, you can run one well over 30 hours and run up front on a national level. We run ours 50 plus hours. Um, you know, and that's more time than we put on our race car engines before we, we repair them. So, uh, the idea that for any one of the three of us, if, if let's say the dad who shows up is like, Hey, can I run some laps with my child? And, and, and I agree with Devin, all of the other packages, all of the packages are fantastic in karting right now. Um, and, and I have good fortune to get to work with them as, as uh, do the rest of the guys. But the pennies per lap that it costs me, right? If Rob shows up and he's part of a school and then David comes in, it literally costs us pennies a lap to let you go have your experience. And 
that's not the case with our other options. And so that's been at the heart of our business model since day one. And uh, it just allows people to do more laps without them having to spend the dollars. You know, and Tim, you can, I know you can speak to the road tax program over the years as well, because, you know, there were so many years where you were uh, the primary race steward at a lot of the Grand National events as well. So you've, you've been part of the road tax program uh, for a number of years. Yeah, for sure. I believe in the package. I believe in, in uh, what BRP does. Um, the, the Grand Finals is a perfect example. Uh, for people, and, and I think David called it the the Olympics. I think you might call it the Olympics of, of guarding, and, and what a great way to look at it. Um, and that's, I think, the feel and the tone of the event is, is and not to beat the word up, but, but it's a festival, um, you know, more of an international style. But, uh, yeah, I've been thrilled to be involved through all of the different programs, and I've also spent a bunch of time with, uh, with the three J's. And uh, what a professional, uh, upfront, quality bunch of guys, whether it's through their, their go-karts or, or whether it's through the, the importing of the engine package. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure. And I think that's something, too, that's changed in the industry. And, and you've probably seen it, Rob, where before there was room for a charlatan or two or more in our industry. And now, you know, the people, the tracks, the suppliers – Everything is so professional and above board, and, and there is a normalcy uh, in karting, um, even just on the national level, how the national level has focused, you know, let's say east of the Mississippi, because, because the, the western United States is, is a world unto itself and special. Um, but to focus all of the events in Charlotte and the Indianapolis area, two of the greatest cities in motorsports history in the world. Mm -hmm. And the karting minds can come together and kind of calm the waters a little bit, and then look what comes out of it. Uh, I've, I've been able to participate in, in Indy in a couple of the events that, that have led up to, to what you guys are doing, and I'll get to participate down in Charlotte. And just it's a really special time in what we're doing, and I should stop before you guys think I'm trying to hug the whole world. No, no, listen, I, I tell you, I, I totally agree because I think a lot of people will have conversations with us saying oh, the sport was it's struggling right now. And, and I, from where I look at I say, I don't know that it's struggling. I've been doing this for 20-something years, as I've said. You know, our national our national series are as big as they've ever been, right? We have we have the Scusa Pro Tour has been around for 10 years. I think it's 11th year. Nothing before that, my 25 years, has lasted that long. The Rotex program coming back strong as it is. Like you said, a lot of cooperation, a lot of great people. And I think one of the cool factors is, and Tim, you're part of this as well, is the, the guys that are kind of leading the, the charge in, in the new level of the industry are guys who are racing when they were kids. They've been up forever. You know, whether it's, you know, whether you're talking about Eric Jones at Miami, uh, USA East, or the Stefanis, the Jack Camellis. It's guys that have been around the sport forever who love this sport and they're trying to take care of it. I think, I, I think the sport itself is going in a very positive direction. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, so, let, Tim, let's talk about your race. You guys are the final race of this program. Uh, it was funny when, when we were talking to Mike Doty down at Indianapolis, we were actually talking about Oakland Valley Raceway Park in the 1996. I, I don't, it was a big Formula A race that Doug Headline put on uh, with a lot of the big dogs in that one. Um, but we, he, he was in that event. Michael Valente was there. Uh, Aaron Justice was there. It was a, it was a pretty big race uh, for drivers of Formula A. But you guys are going to have a big race here. You're going to cap things off. Anything special you guys have uh, ready to go for the finale? All right, you guys are going to love this one. When you come in, every person who gets a pit pass gets to throw a ball at me in the dunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about packing them in. Well played. People who have been looking for a shot for 15 years. Tony will be here Wednesday for lunch to get the <laughs> No, but I think I that upstaged. We can't compete with that. No. <laughs> but I think the vibe that Tony is setting is going to be followed through with Devin, and I think you'll see the same here. And, yeah. and uh, I hope that people understand that that J3 has provided us the opportunity to provide the customers uh, a, a way to get your child recognized. If you deserve to be on Team USA and you're in micro, if you're in senior – and I know at least 15 guys in our master's program who are already sizing themselves up for a suit. Nice. Um, you know, if we go to Tony's event, then we have the Grand Nationals. And 
only a few guys or girls are going to get those suits. And, and I think that uh, going to Tony's event is an, of epic proportion in terms of any driver and any family who seriously wants to put themselves on the map with a budget. You go to three club races, right? We're, I mean, this, 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 we are going to treat these as professionally as international races, but you're going to have a club and family atmosphere yeah. as each one of these facilities is a club and family facility. And, but the opportunity for someone on a budget to have a true swap at a, at a grand slam in their racing life is right there. And so I can't urge people enough, go to Tony's event and then go to Grand Nationals because there are a whole lot of you that are going to have to go do the other two events if you want to be there, right? That's right. And, and, and go to Tony's event with everything they put together. That's the momentum starter, right, for you guys. He's, like you said, yeah. people are going to start there because if they don't get it done at the Grand Nationals, they got to make sure they got the points for the first race to get things going to get to the finale. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and we will, uh, you know, having it be the, the, the final race, um, I think in the same way that Tony is uh, uh, going to put on a heck of a show for the greeting of what's happening, um, I think we'll do the same on the back end uh, with the, the awarding of the, the, the trophies and, and the uh, um, spots. Yeah. Uh, and I think, again, it, you guys have mentioned the health of the Rotax program in the Northeast. Um, I think with, you know, the the SCC East guys and the Camara family up in New Hampshire and, and Massachusetts, those guys are still running a ton of road tax. Yeah. And, and, uh, and a lot of those guys will be involved. So the idea that we're really starting this as kind of a support the club track, support the club programs. But if you look at the scope, we're now from, you know, the, the, the health in Quebec for the Rotax Rotax program has always been phenomenal. So no, we're, we're down clear from Quebec down to, say, say Virginia, you know, and then we're well out past the Pittsburgh, who has been uh, a big promoter and, and uh, through the years in and out of, of the product. So I think the idea that we're really kind of Syracuse, Baltimore, um, and, and, you know, as, as far out in the woods as you could get in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, New York with me, but... We're a close footprint if you look at the three tracks, but we're a huge footprint if you look at what has been successful in Rotax and the influencers throughout the country. So I'm pretty excited about, about what we're going to do, and I'm not super worried about how the entries are. We're, we're going we're gonna to put it out there. Everybody knows it's a good product. It's a fantastic opportunity. Um, but what is going to happen is the three of us are going to put on a show that the people who are at are going to go home and tell the people who didn't make it they missed it. And that's what I like to hear. Yeah. You know, and that's what we're going to do. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. This season marks the 20th anniversary of the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals as the single race national championship event returns over the September 18 to 20 weekend. The 2020 U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals will be run inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway on the newly repaved kart circuit. The track has held world and international events in the past, and the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals is helping to usher in a new era to the facility. Drivers from all over the U.S. and the world are invited to compete in Concord, North Carolina for this year's Rotax Grand Nationals. Classes range from Senior Max to Masters Max to Junior, Mini, and Micro. A Briggs 206 Pro Division has been included to welcome local and regional competitors to experience this historic event. Rotax racers will be competing for tickets to the Rotax Grand Finals, the Olympics of karting, which are now set for January of 2021 in Portimao, Portugal. Visit racerotax.com to learn more about the program and the race and register today to take part in this historic event. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform 
and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Well, and there's no doubt, like you said, Tim, that, that your area, the, the Northeast, is really where Rotax is going to is going to start to grow. The, the fire is going to get flint, you know, get, going to get uh, stoked there, going to grow out from there. And you guys have obviously a great program going. Let's let's go around the horn. We'll start with Tony. We'll go with Devin. Then we'll go back to Tim. Any final words to wrap this things up? Yeah, you know, one thing that came to mind when Tim was talking about the Rotax product, um, I mean, if you don't have a, a Rotax package, there are packages available. J3's got packages available, 250 bucks for the whole race weekend. Wow. For the Rotax <laughs> event. You know, there are other service centers, you know, Tim, Devin, myself, are all service centers. We've got motors available, and there's plenty of other service centers as well. We're also doing um, each of the three tracks. We're doing a local option, which is kind of, become something that Rotax have been doing now. We did it at Pitt last year with the LO206. At Lafayette on the, uh, for the Rotax event, we've also got an IAMI K100 senior okay. class uh, and also a Yamaha KT100 class, which is still a very, very big class at our track, you know, on a regular club level. So um, we want to kind of make it open for other people to stop in that don't have a Rotax. So you can either rent one, you know, for 250 bucks, which, you know, it's a great deal to get get in and give it a try and be part of a big, big Rotax, uh, you know, f- event. But if like not, it. you know, bring your KE100 up or your KT100 and uh, have a blast, you know. I like it. There you go, David. Oh, get that liberals back out. Yeah, it's ready. <laughs> it's ready to go. It's ready to go. Uh, Devin, what about you? Any final words from, from United Carding? Sure, sure. So we're working out something similar to Tony. You know, COVID has set us back a bit, but, you know, we're just happy to be part of the program and just kind of promote carding and growing the community and working with, uh, you know, what we consider your really amazing tracks. So uh, once more, thank you guys for what you do, because you guys are part of the promotion of carding in general. But just want to thank all of you for being, for having us here. Yeah, we appreciate you guys joining us as well. Tim, final words from you? Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, like you said, that we're finding amazing, amazing numbers. Our first two club races this year were – the two largest consecutively, the two largest races that this place has had in 17 years. So, uh, and where, you know, and there were another 25 or 30 club members that were either out in Newcastle uh, last week uh, uh, or, or were still developing their, their, uh, their readiness to get on the track. And uh, I know a number of the other series are, are seeing these things and we're going to stay vigilant. Uh, we are checking temperatures at the front gate. We are hounding people about wearing masks. Uh, you know, my 75-year-old mom still works the front counter, and and uh, I just hope that everybody, although hopefully we're through the worst of things, um, we can enjoy uh, a, a new normal together and, and be able to go racing. And uh, I just put my helmet on as much as I can. That way I avoid wearing a mask. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm racing. Yeah. You and I weren't social distancing very good at Indianapolis, though, by the way. No, we weren't. I had, I had a lot of Rob Houghton bumper on my rear bike. I think you had a little red sticker on your rear bumper. I did, yeah. So. yeah. I wasn't leaving my wingman. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that was good. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Those of you watching here right now, and I think the key is what Tony said. If you have a Rotax package and you want to go racing, let's go racing. You can also hook up with any team. You'll be able to do an arrive and drive with them. But $250 to run a motor to come to a race, like there'd be an opportunity to be part of Team USA. You and I have gone to a couple of the, of the grand finals events. There's literally nothing like it in our sport. There, there's nothing like uh, the Rotax grand finals. I mean, you know, I, I, as Tim said again, the Olympics of karting, it's, 
it's a massive festival and it's and it's so funny to see the dynamics be just between the team usa guys because you got guys who have been racing against each other all year long fighting it out not liking each other to where they're cheering for one another you know you know if somebody doesn't make the final or if they're in another heat race they're cheering for that driver uh on the track yeah all right guys let's wrap things up again uh, so the Rotex Stars and Stripes Trophy, August 21st, 22nd at Lafayette Motorsports Park in, in New York, Lafayette, New York, October 2nd and 3rd, United Carding, Baltimore, Maryland, and then the following weekend, uh, October 10th and 11th, Oakland Valley Race Park in Cuddybackville, New York. And as I said, for, uh, Friday, Saturday races, club races on Sunday, so make sure you're there for the entire time. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. You thank guys you. are awesome. Thanks for what you're doing. Well, there you go. Have it, folks. We had uh, Devin from United Carding, Tony from Lafayette, and, of course, Tim from uh, Cunningbackville in Oakland Valley. David, uh, the Rotex program has been something that we've been following ever since we turned Shifter Card Illustrated into Super Card Illustrated to pick up the Rotex races. All the Grand Nationals we've been to, going straight from Vegas to uh, Portugal <laughs> for our first ever Grand Finals. That was a heck of a trip, that was. Um, it's good to see it back. It's good to see it's going to be strong. And I think what I had said before – the fire of Rotax is in the Northeast, and that's where it's going to get stoked, and that's where it's going to grow from there. <clears throat> it's never really been extinguished, uh, no. you know. As as Tim kind of mentioned that that New Hampshire area. I mean, there's still diehard Rotax racers up there, and 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 still at Tim's track, and as well, you know, throughout the Northeast, and, and as he said, up in Quebec, you know. So hopefully next year, you know, they have the opportunity for international drivers to come right. down and take part in this in this again club focused program, but still has that you know, with those world world tickets on the line, you know, can bring that international flavor. And, you know, again, we've see, we're starting to see a little bit more in the Colorado area and, and in the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, hopefully, you know, this, this program helps build momentum and then maybe they start doing stars and stripes Northeast or stars and stripes Northwest and, right. and stuff like that. So definitely the future is bright for, uh, for the race road tax program. And again, as Tim already mentioned, like all three of the guys mentioned, you're talking about the, the Jack Amelis, Jim and John Giacomelli and Justin Stefani from J3 Competition. These guys have been in the sport their entire lives. They love it, but they're fantastic businessmen. They understand customer service, they understand promotion, uh, which I think is key, man. They're the ones that are kind of at the helm of the Rotax program here in the U.S., and uh, the future is definitely bright for sure. And uh, again, so the dates, August 21st to 22nd in New York at Lafayette. October 2nd and 3rd at United Carding, October 10th, 11th, Oakland Valley Race Park. And last but not least, remember the Grand Nationals at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the newly repaved track at Charlotte, September 17th, 18th, and 19th. You can head up to GoPro if you want the next day for a club race. David, it's, it's cool to see the Rotax events coming. I know you're planning on being down at the Grand Nationals. I'm not sure that I'll be able to be there yet, but we'll figure it out. Otherwise, great interview with you guys. Yeah, great time. Uh, great to get some insight on the uh, Lafayette track and United Carding, and and good to see Tim. He's not uh, relishing in in his uh, success at the Brickyard. <laughs> a couple of bricks there, uh, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN Face to Face. My name is Rob Howden. That's David Cole. Uh, we got the Scusa, uh, the, the final week of the Scusa Summer Nationals this coming weekend. But thank you for joining us here. Summerfest. You and your damn Summerfest. It was great talking Rotex. Thank you for joining us, folks. Book it. <laughs>